Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is, and wherever you are on this amazing day, I hope you are fantastic. Not good, not fine, but fantastic. Because you know what? If you're listening to this, you are still alive and you can still do kingdom work. I mean, really, isn't that what it what it just comes down to? I just love that. Uh, gratitude just to take another breath here on this amazing journey that we call life. Hi, I'm Robert Bolden, and this is Life Transformed Coffee and Christ. This is my weekly share of the daily practice that I participate in each and every day. And for those of you that are new to this podcast, welcome. So happy to have you here. Uh, My hope is that you come away after this experience with something that inspires you, something that that goes inside of you and inspires you to take an action that is going to not only impact your lives, but the lives of others around you, because After all, that's what we are called to do. So let's jump right in here. Verse of the day, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. That's Psalms 41 through two. You know what I feel there is, um, I think back at my life before God, which was most of my life, um, I wasn't waiting patiently for the Lord. I had no idea, (laughs) no idea, no concept of God at all. But from then on in this verse, I can relate. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. That is so true. I think in that moment, when I um, surrendered my life to God, that's that's what it was. It feels like He just left, you know, lifted me out of the mud and mire, and set me on a rock. And I just felt this peace. It's just like ah, oh. and I could just exhale and relax and let all of that crap of this world go. So I mean, that that is really resonating with me, and and. Um, you know, it's interesting. I need to, um, and I am, I've been going through a neuro, uh, uh, neuro cycle with Dr. Caroline Leaf and one of the toxic thoughts that I've, that I've uncovered that was locked deep within was kind of this fear of not being able to, um, do a good job for those people that are joining our membership site as we launch it here in the next month or so. Um, So that, you know, here we go. I have to remember what God lifted me out of and know that he's with me, you know, right now as I'm trying to honor him and, 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 and praise him and further his name and further his legacy through Life Transform. So... Another reminder, this is how God works. I'm, you know, we heard LB, a guy from Elevation Church, came in, the associate pastor, and he spoke to us here in Asheville last night, and that was the th- God's authority is with me. So, I mean, I'm hearing this message 
from so many different angles. There's several more that are that are happening. So to me, that is that is how God works through several different ways, giving me the same message, giving you the same message. So if you hear us send the same message repeatedly, it's like, don't be stubborn about it. Get rid of the ego. Forget your past experience and your logic mind. And it's just like, I need to just go and you need to just listen to, that's God speaking to you. Listen to it. I'm listening to it. And I am changing as a result of that. Changing my behavior as a result of what I'm hearing from the word. So I love this um, because it is, it is like, Having that Holy Spirit in me is just a guide to guide to my life and how I need to proceed, um, which is so good. All right, let's get into the plan this morning. <clears throat> Dry bones dancing. A few years ago, I received a phone call from a friend who felt hopeless. His life had taken a turn for the worse, and he saw no way out. I tried to remind him about God's ability to make a way out of no way and encourage him to keep his eyes on Christ. But the more we talked, the stronger the resolution to remain hopeless came through in his voice. The next day I learned my friend had taken his life. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. Oh, just the emotion I feel right there. This guy was actually talking to him and he ended up, the other dude ended up taking his life. Oh my goodness. See, that is, that's why there's another example of the resolve, you know, for me personally, I've got to boldly go out and proclaim Jesus to the world with the voice that I've been given by God. Because there's so many people out there that are that are hopeless. Now I think about what Alana and I are doing with the hope couple. I mean, that's it, isn't it? I mean, it's providing hope for the hopeless. Whew, powerful. Okay, so this wasn't the first person I knew who had taken their life, but this one hit me particularly hard. I wondered if I could have said something different to make him change his mind. The weight of his words and the faintness of his voice hung heavy over me for a very long time. Hopelessness, huh, see, that's just what I was talking about. And, And here comes that word right in the next paragraph. Hopelessness is a terrible thing because it means you have given up on the future. You've thrown in the towel. Far too many men today are living in hopelessness. Oh my gosh. This is so good. And guys, you see, guys and gals, you see how this resonates? This is how God works. This is an affirmation that what I'm doing, I'm being called to continually work with men. I'm doing this study that I'm reading you with a guy named Johnny Ducker, who's amazing. And we are just becoming great friends. And, um, you know, through the word where I I think there's just going to be some amazing things happen uh, through us uh, by God. Okay. You see this hopelessness when men walk away from their responsibilities to their families, 
to their communities or to their church. You see this hopelessness when you no longer believe that God can make a difference in history. This hopelessness manifests itself in a culture rife with conflict and division. Yes. Oh my gosh, that is Satan's oh, Satan's playground is conflict and division. Definitely, that is what Satan wants to keep us in, conflict and division. It's so obvious to me that that is his work. And I get pissed. You know, and I, of course I fall victim to his I fall victim to his tactics. Um, you may fall victim to them as well. For me, it's the resolve to continue to fall victim to his tactics less and less. And to step into the man that God created me to be. And that's the power. Use the power of, of Jesus. That's what I'm going to do. Definitely. Okay, here we go. This hopelessness manifests itself in a culture rife with conflict and division. You may wonder why? Why did God allow us to get this bad? I've discovered that God has a way of letting life get so low until the only way you can look is up. That was me, for sure. In Ezekiel, we see God's judge, judgment poured out on a culture filled with impurity and idol worship. Ezekiel's day and in our own, the world is filled with idols. Simply explain, idolatry is intimacy with an image. It's not necessarily bowing down to a carved statue stuck on a pole. An idol is anything that usurps God's rightful rule in your life. Idols come in all shapes and sizes. What's more, they can even be found in the church. Idolatry centers on alignment. You align your thoughts, words, and actions under what you value most. I love that. Idolatry centers on alignment. You align your thoughts, words, and actions under what you value most. Yes. Oh my gosh. So for me, you know, it's it's definitely God, Alana, you know, family, and, and business in that order. And the fun part for me is God is intertwined in all of those areas. So, you know, God, of course, stands supreme. Nothing comes above God. But with Alana, we are both, we are both focused on God and have God, you know, standing above, which allows us to value each other in a godly way, which is in a loving way. Because God is love. So, I mean, God is all in our relationship. Same with, with our kids and my mom and her dad. Um, you know, it, God has got to be a part of all of that. And then, of course, the business, Life Transform, is all about God. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's what this business is all about. So... I am really going to step up my, um, or get rid of the fear in, in life transform for me so I can bring this message. God can bring this message through life transform to the people that need to hear it. Clinging to idols is forsaking the faithfulness of God. 
When the pendulum of your heart swings towards idolatry, it slides away from God's love and power. However, the opposite is also true. When we forsake idols, our heart swings into alignment with God's grace, faithfulness, power, and love in our lives. To embrace God's will and activate the flow of His love and power into our lives, we must turn away from idols. God has made it clear through His Word how to activate the flow of His love and power into your life as well as how to deactivate it. You know, I love that. And I believe that with all my heart. Since I've come to know God, I, I, I'm kind of rebellious in that way. I don't put anything above God. And if I do, I just slap myself. I'm like, why are you doing that? You name it, whatever it is, I cannot put it above God. You know, Alana and I always talk about want and need. We want to be with each other. We don't need to be with each other because need would be idolatry. If I say to somebody, if I say to her, if you say to your, your spouse or significant other, oh, I need you, you know, you're idolizing that other person. That's not fair to that other person. And it's not right with God. You know, God is, is, is need. Jesus is all we need. That's it. That is the only need we have. Number one. And then once, once we have that, once I have that, Jesus' love, God's love fills me up, which allows me to give more love to those in my life. Right? You see how this works? But I, I, I am an imperfect being. You are an imperfect being. You only have in a given day so much to give and you run out. We all do. We're imperfect. That's a fact. So that's why we just put our turn our heads to heaven and turn to God, turn to Jesus to fill us back up. So if we're continually, if I'm continually looking to get filled up, if you're continually looking to get filled up, Right? Every second of the day, you can always look up and get some more love from God, from Jesus. Then you're going you're gonna to keep your stores high. You're not going to fall victim to Satan's tricks and division and conflict. <clears throat> God has given us the means and method for removing the idols that grip our hearts. Through the Holy Spirit, He has given us new life in the Spirit, which provides the means to diagnose and dismiss our idols. Prayer and self-evaluation provide the methods for us to begin uprooting idols and casting them aside. Prayer lets us communicate directly with God. Just what I was talking about. We can, through prayer, and prayer doesn't have to be, you know, closed eyes in a quiet place. It can be anywhere, anytime. You can pray. So prayer lets us communicate directly with God. As we bring our requests, God begins to direct the thoughts and intentions of our hearts. We hear from him and invite him to put to death what is earthly in us. Love that. Put to death what is earthly in us. Oh my goodness. Yes, the culture, the earth, the world will try to put all these false things in my head. And I can tell you, I am so much better than I was I mean, you name the time frame. I think every day I'm getting better at this. Um, and, but huge dramatic shift again, almost eight years ago when I allowed, you know, I surrendered my life to Jesus. That was the huge shift for me to get out of 
what is earthly in me. I mean, I was able to just, boom, release it. There are still scars and wounds from the past that I'm working through. But my awareness is increasing on a daily basis by doing things like the kinds of products and services we offer in Life Transform. So I will boldly say, if you're listening to this, if you are not engaged in a membership within Life Transform, you are crazy. You're missing out. You are missing out on another way for God to work through you in a mighty way. And again, we are creating a community of people outside of church, quote unquote, where you can you can be surrounded by people who are for you in harmony with you and don't judge you. That is really at our hearts. Let's take advantage of God's means and method for dealing with idolatry. So there you go. Let's let's take advantage of that. Oh, I love it. I love this devotional. Okay, here we go. Ezekiel 36. Again, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, when the people of Israel were living in their own land, they defiled it by their conduct and their actions. Their conduct was like a woman's monthly uncleanliness in my sight. So I poured out my wrath on them because they had shed blood in the land and because they had defiled it with their idols. Ah, is that what's going on in our world today? I kind of think so. I kind of think so. How many people do you know that are just walking around like zombies? I had my zombie years. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're, you know, doing a job you don't enjoy just so you can make ends meet. Maybe you're in a relationship that sucks, but you don't see a better way. Maybe you don't see any hope in your future. You know, I pray that you're not at that space the guy was early in this devotional. Um, that's I, I pray, right? God's will is for all of us to live a joyful, abundant life of love, honoring Him. And that's that's the essence of what I've dedicated my life to going forward. So good. Alright, I'm doing this plan with my man, Johnny Ducker. Ah, oh, this is so good. Okay, so I just quoted a hopelessness of terrible thing is given up on the future. You've thrown in the towel. Far too many men today are living in hopelessness. God is saying to me boldly connect man and show the way to hope through those of you new this is I mean I nothing no this is scripted I know this isn't bad this is bad podcasting when I'm just typing away here but This is exactly, you get exactly what I would be doing anyway. Uh, 
in to all to the Hope Couple, which I'll talk about at some point uh, on the podcast. Something Alana and I were prophesized over to do in this world. It's so good. All right. All right, let's jump over to... I'm really excited to see what we're going to get here. Uh, Let's jump over to Isaiah 21. A prophecy against the desert by the sea. Like whirlwind sweeping through the southland, an invader comes from the desert, from a land of terror. A dire vision has been shown to me. The traitor betrays, the looter takes loot. Alam, attack, media, lay siege. I will bring to an end all the groaning she caused. At this, my body is racked with pain. Pang seize me like those of a woman in labor. I am staggered by what I hear. I am bewildered by what I see. My heart falters. Fear makes me tremble. The twilight along has become a horror to me. They set the tables. They spread the rugs. They eat. They drink. Get up, you officers. Oil the shields. This is what the Lord says to me. Go, post a lookout and have him report what he sees. When he sees chariots with teams of horses, riders on donkeys, or riders on camels, let him be alert, fully alert. And the lookout shouted, Day after day, my lord, I stand on the watchtower. Every night I stay at my post. Look, here comes a man in a chariot with a team of horses. And he gives back the answer. Babylon has fallen, has fallen. All the images of its gods lie shattered on the ground. My people who are crushed on the threshing floor. I tell you, what I have heard from the Almighty, from the God of Israel. A prophecy against Duma. Someone calls to me from Self, from Seir. Watchman, what is left of the night? Watchman, what is left of the night? The watchman replies, morning is coming, but also the night. If you would ask, then ask and come back yet again. A prophecy against Arabia. Your caravans of Dedanites who camp in the thicket of Arabia Arabia, bring water for the thirsty. You who live in Tima, bring food for the fugitives. They flee from the sword, from the drawn sword, from the bent bow, and from the heat of the battle. This is what the Lord says to me. Within one year, as a servant bound by contract would count it, all the splendor of Kadar will come to an end. The survivors of the archers, the warriors of Kadar, will be few. The Lord, the God of Israel, has spoken. So you know what I get from this Again, Old Testament, um, it, it, I just always relate back to this world and how, how things, you know, it's playing out the same way as it did in the Old Testament. Power, greed, money, fame, ego, status, dominate our world. And then there's so much meekness in our world. So it's like you've got a few folks that are that are aspiring to what I just talked about. And then you've got the multitude of people just going along like lemmings, you know, just like, oh, what was me like zombies? So those are the ones that need to be woken up. And that's what we're doing within Life Transformers, waking up those people. And, and we're going to do it at an even higher level. You got to be all in. So if you're interested in being a leader of Life Transform reach out. There's an application process. If you're going to be a contributor, reach out. There's an application process. If you just want to 
be a consumer and dip your toe in and understand what we're all about. There is there are several membership levels that can uh, accommodate any financial situation um, to let you get into our environment. And there's my card, no buddy. Um, uh, so so jump on in to what we're doing. Uh, we'll leave a link to our website so you can register for emails and, and those emails are what you know we're, we're gonna be promoting everything that we do through the emails for sure uh, so take a look at that all right you all that'll wrap it for today thank you so much this has been Robert Bolden life transformed this has been coffee and Christ and you have a most amazing day and remember gratitude look up and get your strength from Jesus whenever you need it because he wants to give it to you. Love you.